listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, March 16th. L.A. Galaxy getting ready for their home opener against the Vancouver Whitecaps coming up on Saturday night at Dignity Hell Sports Park. We're going to get you ready for that game. A lot to talk about before we do, though. Uh, Lucas Caligari in camp. We'll talk a little bit about uh, his arrival and what that means for the LA Galaxy here, what Greg Vandy sort of had to say uh, about him. Uh, And then, of course, we're going to get you ready for LA Galaxy 2, which, of course, released the schedule. We're going to get you ready for any of the kickoff features leading up to the game. And then there's another rumor. This time, wait for it. Everybody take a deep breath. It's a winger rumor. Oh, my God. Say it's not so. Alert, alert. Everybody get ready. Here it comes. Uh, There's a winger rumor. We're going to talk about that all on the way to one of the most interesting games of the season for sure. LA Galaxy, Vancouver Whitecaps coming up here in just a little bit. To help me do all that, we're glad to have her. It's Miss Sophie the Cannon Nicolau. Sophie, how are you doing? I'm not going to lie, so I'll tell the truth. (laughs) I'm a little salty this evening yeah a little a little arsenal salty in your in your it taste in your mouth is that it um, or, or is more it something kim else? kardashian salty okay. okay than arsenal salty right. um i would would have preferred she were removed from the stadium <laughs> uh once it went into extra time but i'm hoping that she won't ever be allowed ever again i, I don't even i, I don't even want to know you and i will have to talk about that Another time, I would love sure. to know what Kim Kardashian was doing at an Arsenal game. I don't, I don't want to know, but I'm gonna have Let's to not know. Talk yeah, about it. Okay. How are you, Josh? How you doing, mate? Everything <sighs> good? It's Thursday, so like my weekends sort of start on Thursday nights because yes, I have to go to work on Friday, but I always feel like this renewed energy whenever you're right there on the doorstep of the weekend. Uh, sure. Always feel a renewed energy anytime you're close to getting to go watch live soccer. I enjoy that a whole bunch. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited about that part. Um, I know it's going to be a ridiculously busy weekend. It looks like the rain's going to hold off. It looks like everything's going to be really nice. So I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, I think I'm doing okay. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I have a three-year-old running around. He's constantly testing every patient and every nerve that I have. In fact, if he runs through here like naked in the next 10 minutes, I would not be surprised. <laughs> it, would, it would absolutely hap- have to happen. That would be the uh, clip of the show. Highlight yeah. real moment. Absolutely yeah. brilliant stuff. Well, I'm happy it's Friday, Junior, personally. I'm looking forward to a little bit of live action. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to get back to the old stadium for a little bit of football. Can I tell you how, what else I'm excited for? That, uh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I, I already had my one, this, my one okay. for dinner, so I'm just drinking water. Everybody always guesses what's in this. They say vodka. Could be. Don't know. 
maybe, maybe if a I host. Get, maybe, he would never get to the fifth <laughs> minute of the show, let alone. Maybe I get a little smoother as this goes along. I don't You're know. It could be. Guy, yeah. You're more whiskey than uh, I like bourbon. I'm a bourbon. I can drink bourbon. That, J.R., I, you and you. I would like to point out that my alcohol consumption since I had a kid has almost gone to zero. So they, you know how like whenever you go to the doctor and they're like, how many drinks per week would you have? And I'm like, okay, so I have about two beers per month. <laughs> all right. So let's divide that into, you know, how many days and all that stuff is like, oh, OK. So, you know, I have I have point two beers uh, per week. That's about where I'm at right now. So wow. um, but no, uh, I'm excited because uh, coming up in about 25 minutes, we're going to be joined by the one and only Joe Tatino. Uh, the legend himself. Uh, amazing. So we're going to talk to Joe. He's going to help us get a little ready for Vancouver, and we're going to talk to him about some some other LA Galaxy things as well. So can't wait to have Joe call in uh, and get him on this uh, show very soon. I already got a text message from Larry Morgan. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels a little early to already get texted by Larry. We've only been doing the show for you know a couple minutes here. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't been know. He's texting me all day, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Okay, good. There we go. It was it was a Deborah Winger joke. Whenever I made the winger, yeah, hold your breath, it's a winger. He's like, I hope it's not Deborah Winger. Oh, Damn Larry, it. don't you miss him? Don't you miss it, those little things? I, I, I do. do. I do. I do. But I get to hear about his new air conditioner and... Uh, I did, you know. hear, I did hear about that as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely. it's very that's, exciting stuff. That's good. Um, so anyway, so we will have Joe Dottino coming on in just a little bit. So that's uh, fun as well. I love Joe, by the way. Oh, I, <laughs> I Even was, as a Brit, like I understand the treasure that he is to the Galaxy Nation. Can, can I say this? And without him being on the show, and hopefully he's not listening. So that way, like I, I would, it, it's something I would say to him, but it's not, it, it's different, right? It's a different level. The man takes so much time out of his daily schedule to do mm-hmm. things for reporters, for other employees who work at the Galaxy. To I mean, I can't tell you how many times Joe has sort of just said, "Hey, Josh, when you're asking a question, try this." And you have to you have to understand Joe's radio producer extraordinaire. I mean, Jim Rome was Joe Tatino. Um, and he was there for that entire rise of Jim Rome as shock jock, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sports extraordinaire. Uh, Joe, that, w- that started with Joe down in San Diego. And, and the thing, Joe knows how to coach people to ask questions. And he has helped me so many times. He, he, and it's crazy because if it came from somebody else, Sophia, I might be like, hey, how about you mind your own business? Right. When it comes to Joe, you're honored to have had the interaction. Yeah. Right? You're like, and and I, I have too, a couple of occasions. And they they meant the world to me because, you know, as I'm a, I feel like an insider now, but for a long time I was an outsider looking in mm-hmm. and the LA Galaxy was the team, right? right? Even as someone who came from England and I was started covering the game here, you know, they are and have been the Manchester United and Liverpool and Arsenal um, of the league. And so t- for have, to have someone like him give me tips and advice and kind of take the care and the time. Um, it's really meant a lot to me. And yeah. I felt very accepted um, across the board at, uh, at LA Galaxy. It's been cool. And he's a huge part of that. Yeah, national treasure. I'm glad we get to have him on, talk to him a little bit. So uh, yeah. Joe has been on the podcast before. It's been a while, though. Absolutely, it's been a while. But I usually see him almost every game day. Uh, he usually walks around the press box and says hi to everybody. And Always looks dashing. Always. Always. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. man is professional to a T. Uh, always glad we're having him. So yeah, uh, that's uh, we're going to have Joe Tatino coming on here in just a little bit. And if we keep talking about him, we'll just lead right into that. That's, that's <laughs> we don't, we, we don't want to do that. stop now. Yeah, we'll get a little bit. Uh, the Galaxy's still offering. There's a bunch of different deals. I think somebody said there's five or six different ticket deals right now uh, to get to the home opener. 
Uh, read into that what you will, um, but lots of different ticket deals do. One ticket plus one beer. I know uh, in the Discord, there was one season ticket member who was like, hey, with the amount of money I spend on season tickets, I could have X number of beers, uh, X number of tickets and all this stuff. And it was it was a large number on each of those. So um, the Galaxy trying to pack this stadium and and I expect that there's still going to be large gaps in that because of the supporters groups and a lot of those tickets are already sold. Um, the Galaxy also have this countdown to kickoff, right? Uh, that's been going on. You had Eric Zavaleta at Nikki Sports on Monday. We talked about that on Monday. There was a Twitch stream uh, with the uh, the EMLS guys and Dayon Jovlich. I actually thought that I saw Jalen Neal on there. Uh, was actually on the Twitch stream as well, which is always good. We're going to get Jalen on the show ASAP. That's going to be high on priority list here um, as we get into the next week. Um, and then, of course, uh, on Wednesday, they basically went through and said there's a 23% off one item at the LA Galaxy team store. That did not include the brand new jerseys, by the way. Just letting you know, no 23% off the brand new jerseys. 23% 23% off everything else. Um, and then tonight, as we're you know as we're recording, actually, it ended just a little bit, but 5.30 to 7 p.m., happy hour with Juninho, with Marcel service and with Rafa Garcia at Absolution Brewery and then Friday uh, special deal deals at bar partners and partner it says bar partners and partner locations so there's other places where there's going to be special deals where they've sort of made uh, this uh, this concerted effort to to get out in the community and have you visit these places now I will say uh, it's been I, I don't think it's been widely publicized. Yeah, it's super busy. Um, there is an event on Sunday as well, but I don't know if everybody. If you could, there's a there's a coffee event with Mark Delgado. Mark Delgado kind of seems like the coffee guy anyway. Um, whenever whenever I kind of think he's like yeah yeah uh, LA Galaxy and Rad Coffee event uh, with Mark Delgado as well from twelve to four p.m. on Sunday. So that's day after the game. Um. I was going to talk about the bar partners real. There's been some 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 little difficulties that Galaxy fans have had going to bars that say that they are official watch parties that you can go there and they're official partners of the LA Galaxy and go and that bar having no idea who they are, uh, not having a place for them to, to, to watch and listen to. Um, so there's been some communication errors to start. How is it being organized through the different fan groups? I, no, it, it's for the most part, uh, that's organized through the team. Right. So the team right. has gone to these partners and said, well, you know, this is what we want to do. If you go and you look at the uh, the supporters groups, they usually have um, I'll say this. They'll have a solid bar where they're going and everybody will be there almost every time. Well, they will this season yeah. until they get what they want. Right. And so and so they know. Um, so you so you can go to those viewing parties. In fact, if I'm going to suggest you go to a viewing party, I'm going to tell you to go to the supporters groups. I'll tell you why. One, I know people are going to be there. And two, I know they're going to show the game. Right. So those are the, yeah, those you're are, not, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get me like, who are you? And, and I, I, there was uh, a picture on Twitter of somebody who had went to a bar, uh, that said it was an official partner and then it didn't happen. Those people were like, we don't know who you are and we're not turning on the game. So they went to another bar where they could sit at a table and watch the game on their phone. So hey, was this happening last season too, or is this a new thing? Is this a new issue? There have over the years, I remember a, a smattering of these. Um, right. Overall, I don't know if it's more. Clearly, it's probably pulled into more focus just because of the the unrest with supporters groups and everything. Do you know, else. I've never liked watching a game in a bar. Never. <laughs> that's very un-English of you, isn't it? Is yes. It, isn't like don't, exceptionally so. I was going to say um, that's why you had to move here. You got you got excommunicated from England because of your <laughs> your, your your soccer watching. Uh, it's the same with the Super Bowl. I don't like going to Super Bowl parties. Mm -hmm. Nobody, you know, people that don't care about the game, just want to eat wings and, you know, end up taking the last wing as well. And they just want to watch commercials. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't, I don't know. I can't enjoy the game in, in a bar when I've been in a bar for a game. It's because I've been working and somewhere. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of have a similar, it's similar to me. I'm usually working or covering the game. And so if you expect me to go to a bar, it's harder for me to do that. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, I could be there, but then I'm not going to be working the game. And usually I'm working the game. So uh, I've been asked a bunch of times to go to some of the different parties and that type of thing. And it's usually I have to politely decline. Um, also, if you're if you're around and you want me to go to your birthday party, don't have your birthday party on a day the LA Galaxy play. I just, you know, that goes for everybody in my family. Please make note, everybody. That's vital information. <laughs> right? I know. I, I get invited to a lot of birthday parties, I'm sure. Um, I, I was, It's my mom's birthday today. Uh, so happy, happy birthday, ha- happy mom. Birthday, birthday, mom. Um, and she, uh, we were going to do it on Saturday night. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> mom, Friday night. Friday night seems like the night that we're going to do this. Friday night seems like a much better night. So we we did. We moved it to Friday night. So everybody, uh, that's when we'll be doing. But that, that again, I wanted to, I wanted to be clear about that. My mom moved her birthday party to be a not game day. Um, because my mom is a sports fanatic uh, in a lot of ways. So she understood. She's like, oh, of course, I got it. I think that's really cool. I think like-minded people in your life are fundamentally important. And when it comes to sporting events, if people understand, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, in the chat room, people are like, uh, are like, hey, but if you go into the bar and you're watching a game and it's all exciting and there's the energy, yes, absolutely. But you are talking no. to reporters who like to just focus. Like, I don't like it when the press box is too noisy. Like when people are talking in the press box, it's like, hey, yes, hey, quiet. I'm trying to watch the game, and I'm usually the loud one. So I, you know, that's that's usually how that yeah. works. Yeah. No, I I I like to really. I don't like the. I like noise and I like excitement, but. I don't know if it's my team, especially, and I'm watching it. I'm I don't like the bar thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's that. You need to be nervous all by yourself. I need to. You know, right. You need to be able to pace and throw pillows and. Cuss. There's a reason I can't do wash-alongs. <laughs> <laughs> Channel would be completely yeah, just, banned. Yeah. It would. It, you'd be. You'd, the camera would be sideways in no time. Today would have been bad. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it would have been. Uh, LA Galaxy Two and Next MLS Next Pro. Now remember, this is the first time LA Galaxy Two is in MLS Next Pro. Uh, we've told you that we think there's probably a lot of downsides to MLS Next Pro, uh, just in terms of the level of competition, in terms of not sort of being linked to the general flow of players in and out of USL. Um, so this is the first sort of beginning of of you know the LA Galaxy 2's uh, journey into this, and they wanted to go out. So they announced the schedule. They announced opening weekend. The LA Galaxy will be at San Jose Earthquakes. Um, and remember, it's LA Galaxy 2, but all of these are MLS Next Pro teams, so they didn't necessarily take the two like they did in USL to differentiate them because they are technically still part of the mother organization, just like LA Galaxy 2 is. But um, yeah. So it'll be LA Galaxy 2 versus the San Jose Earthquakes, but it's the San Jose Earthquakes MLS Next Pro team. Um, some of them have like Union 2, some of them St. Saint Louis City 2, Atlanta 2, like you can sort of see FC Cincinnati 2, that type of thing that sort of differentiates. And some of them are just like, no, it's the same. I mean, we're, we're good. We're good. We're just going to call it the same name. We're, we're fine. Um, so anyway. Are you looking forward to MLS Next Pro? Absolutely not. I, nice. I have almost zero excitement for it. I think that the level of competition will be very low and I don't know how that helps the LA Galaxy. People, by the way, were sort of talking about, well, oh, you know, the Galaxy should partner should have partnered with a USL team, you know, in order to loan guys out. And they can do that. In fact, Greg Vanny talked about that, that there will be a conscious decision sort of Sophie to go. We want you to go to USL because we need you to get this level of games as you prepare to come back to the senior team. Or if we're trying to get you ready for the senior team, we need you at that level. Whereas if you have a younger player, um, a younger player is probably, you know, destined to LA Galaxy 2 and MLS Next Pro. There's going to be 
a fit for every sort of player and where they go. And if the Galaxy need to put somebody in USL 2, Vanny's already said that they will do that. Um, so mm. so that's sort of, you know, USL is is there. It's still there. It's still around. The Galaxy will use it as they see, see fit. Remember, Marcus Fakranis went to uh, Phoenix Rising last year instead of staying with LA Galaxy 2, which was in uh, USL Championship at the time. Um, so there's some there's some different things. So, yeah, I'm not that excited about it. Um, yeah. I like US. I, I like USL. I mean, I, I enjoy going to Orange County Soccer Club matches. A friend of mine I was very proud of him. Uh, he's the coach of Ventura County Fusion right. and won USL two championship. Mike did a great job over there, um, you know, with with his lads. And so I'm curious to see where the level is. And I'm wondering if you know this is, and I, I'm not suggesting by any stretch this is something that is imminent to everyone, but maybe down the line this is laying the foundation for promotion and relegation in uh, in the game here in in the U.S. In order for it at some point uh, to go and, or kick into another gear and be able to attract more global superstars or players. Uh, the financial landscape of it may have to change in years to come. And maybe it's, maybe it is, maybe it's the the groundwork for it. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, I think USL is going to run into the same problem because we're starting to see franchises being sold for, or, or being valued at a lot of money, right? Like it used to well, be look at LAFC. Well, yeah, I mean, but let's go down to the USL levels. I think there was some, oh, sure, some yeah. that are now like worth 20 or $50 million or the mm-hmm. buy-in for an expansion is 25 or 30 or $40 million. That's not small money anymore. Well, um, because they know there's a route to the majors. It, well, and, and it's sort of, but I think USL is going to run in that same thing, which is people are going to buy in for these franchises. They're going to want to be at that level. And then they're not going to want to take the risk just like MLS does of having Mm. like promotion relegation, right? Because now they've invested all this money. They've done all this thing. They're like, let's, I just, I bought a USL championship team. I don't, you know, especially in USL, like you. Well, well, also that's the truth is because, you know, look at St. Louis right now, you know, let's say there's promotion and relegation in five years and they've bought into the league for a half a billion. I get that. I get Mm. that part. I mean, there's going to be have to something will have to be figured out but there's there has to be more jeopardy in the game i think in order for it to grow to a different level if they care about a new audience if they don't and they're happy to be who they are then you know it's just another route to make money for clubs isn't it It, uh yeah basically yes Absolutely. Um, if we look at the conference alignment for MLS Next Pro, uh, the LA Galaxy 2 are in the Western Conference in the Pacific Division. Okay, Pacific Division is LAFC, LA Galaxy 2, Real Monarchs, which is, of course, uh, Real Salt Lake's uh, uh, MLS Next Pro team. Uh, you have the San Jose Earthquakes, Timbers 2. Um, I don't remember what that one is in the Vancouver Whitecaps. Is that Seattle? Is that like I can't I can't even see some of these like these crests that they sort of put in here. So anyway, so that is your Pacific Division there. I should have looked at it a little sooner. I thought I knew all of them right off the top of my head. And for some reason, I do not notice that one at all. But anyway, I think it's Seattle. Um, so that's your Pacific Division. I mean, a really tough Pacific Division in terms of what those MLS teams usually are. We'll see what MLS Next Pro is. Um, we'll see if that's, that sort of carries away. I would say Mm. there are a lot of rivalry games here and they highlight just two, just two matchups for three times, the LA and New York rivalries. So LA galaxy two versus LAFC Thursday, June 15th. Um, they do it again, Saturday, August 12th. And then again, Saturday, September 9th. Uh, then New York city is Sunday, May 14th, uh, Sunday, June 11th, Sunday, July 9th. So Red Bulls in New York city there. Here is the interesting thing 
that we did not know and that has now been cleared and made apparent to us. One, LA Galaxy 2 will play at the track and field stadium. Uh, like like they have in the past, but they mm-hmm. haven't been. They've been playing in the main stadium. I think that was because of USL re- regulations. They needed to be in a stadium X large in order to be considered USL championship. So they moved back to the to the track and field stadium, which is whatever it is. Um, it's fine. Uh, tickets, Sophie, uh, and there will be. I guess there won't be tickets, but there are. There is public admission is absolutely free. There is no charge to go watch LA Galaxy 2. You can walk right in anytime you want. Standard, that's amazing. Standard security procedures, clear bags, all that stuff. You're still going to have to walk through metal detector, that type of thing. But it is free to go to LA Galaxy 2 games at the track and field stadium. So you were asking me if I was excited about it. No, I'm not. Uh, knowing that there is free entrance. There was, I mean, I always get in free. But knowing there's free entrance for people and that there might be somebody there, that that may build a little bit more of interest in that game. So again, track and field stadium, uh, a lot of those games coming up rather rapidly. Uh, I'm going to check out a game because uh, LAFC are playing their games at Cal State Fullerton. Right. So I'll go to the LA Galaxy games when um, yeah. I'll be curious. I'll be curious. I'm going to check it out. By the way, uh, Peppa has 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 corrected me. It's the t- t- Tacoma Defiance um, there because of course it is. You can't read yeah. their logo and nobody knows what it is, but that's, that's I was right. gonna, you know, tell you, and you I, were, I would and have lied, and I would never have known it yeah, was yeah, Tacoma. Can it I can I tell you some 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 weird things about this league? Let's uh, the new expanded playoff format. So seven clubs in each conference will qualify. Three rounds followed by the MLS next Pro Cup. Uh, pick your opponent in the first two rounds. So the top seed gets to pick their opponent in the first two rounds, and then the next person gets to pick their opponent in the next. Like they get to pick. So if you are one of the top seeds, you get to pick who what you is, play. What is this desperate move to to make these rules up oh. to get? people to watch do you, do you want to hear the other rule that they that they have have made up um this is Yati. this is this is a good one uh it is uh you will have if you're being substituted uh the player who's being substituted will get 10 seconds basically to get off the field okay one one thousand two one thousand three one thousand it's i mean there's some time we'll have 10 seconds to get off the field if that player does not exit the field within 10 seconds, then the person who is coming in for him is not allowed to go in for 60 seconds. So they, you basically will play a man down for a minute <laughs> with, if you, if you don't get off the field in time, they're, they're, they're saying this will eliminate uh, time wasting uh, with subs. That's what is that's this. What is this some type of computer game? I mean, it could be, but even in my FIFA game, they don't have those rules. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Listen, Josh, I'm all for time wasting. You've seen what's happening in the game. <laughs> right. You know, um, they've, I agree. I think that, uh, it's ridiculous how teams waste time and all that jazz, even with substitutions, but changing the rules to suit, you know, why what? can't things just be, why do we have to change everything? I look, I like change. It's, I don't it, mind change. It's MLS Next Pro. It is the Mickey Mickey Mousest of Mickey Mousest things. Like it is not. I can't take it seriously. And until they prove me wrong, I won't take it seriously. Um, because they basically left a very competitive league in order to be in a protectionist league created for MLS. Because MLS, which was is worried why about the I'm pipeline. telling you, there's a bigger grander plan, you know, uh, yeah. down the line somewhere. Uh, but pro- perhaps I'm a bit too enthusiastic. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm a bit enthusiastic about enthusiastic about it because I want to see 
how it does. I understand. This is a great opportunity at grassroots level, isn't it, to get people involved? Yes, it is. Um, Sunday, April 2nd, by the way, is the first LA Galaxy 2 game against North Texas SC, uh, Dignity Hill Sports Park track and field stadium. That's a 5 p.m. kickoff time on Sunday, April 2nd. Uh, There's another home game Sunday, April 9th. So a week later, Minnesota United FC, Minnesota United FC 2. Uh, Dignity Health Sports Park Track and Field Stadium. So that is your MLS Next Pro, and that is what we're expecting uh, from the season. It Let's see how it goes. Again, the only positive I can really pull out of this so far, Soph, is that mm-hmm. they're not charging anybody to get into these games. That's that's the biggest thing that I can see. I don't know if that's across the league, but for the LA Galaxy, that is the, the case. And quite honestly, to see a game at LA Galaxy 2, it would be tough to pay for that game. Um, you know... In a time where life is very expensive and families are struggling and cost of living has escalated and entertainment is still expensive, you go to a movie, right? You go to watch a film. It's a hundred pounds, dollars easy for a family of four, like just what to get in the theater and get your sweets and all that type of stuff. Um, so I like that. I think it's important. And this is how sometimes things grow. Um, Josh, a little bit, right? You know, in in times of recession or times of you know struggle, there's growth, and some sports do see those spurts. So, I say if families can benefit from it, I, I, I dig it. I support that. Uh, I forgot the one of the rules that's staying in as well as there are no ties in MLS Next Pro, so it goes um, directly to penalty kicks. Um, that's no, it's no, no extra time, just directly to penalty kicks. That's it. See, I, see, people who probably aren't everyday football fans will probably go to this and like those rules because it will keep it's it's for them it's not for you and me maybe maybe and maybe that's how you embrace people who maybe but i don't know how you're going to convince anybody except for the fact hey you want to go to a free soccer game it's 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 almost professional i mean technically it's professional the guys are getting paid it's almost professional um but anyway that's, that's, <sighs> that's a little harsh <laughs> I just it's, it, it's it, a, it feels like an academy team. It feels like a reserve league. It feel doesn't feel like it is going to be a competitive test and it doesn't feel like it's going to be a place that's going to uh, nature or nurture these young talents in playing in a professional atmosphere. That just that's me. I bet it has I bet it has a huge viral moment in the first week. Everyone gets super excited and then it just then nobody knows it even exists after that. I don't know. We'll talk about it here. We'll talk about sure. it as, as as it suits the show. We will find different ways to sort of talk about different things. So um, that's fine with me. Wanted to mention uh, Lucas Caligari. Lucas Caligari is in, and Tom Bogert tweeted it out this morning. I think he knew something that uh, that uh, that Greg Vanny already knew. But Lucas Caligari in uh, in the stadium, out at training, uh, was out training today. Officially uh, had a press conference. Guess who was guess who was his translator. So obviously uh, from Brazil uh, speaks Portuguese. Guess who was his translator? Think of LA Galaxy Brazilian players who who are still coaches with the LA Galaxy. Think about Juninho. I would. Uh, oh yeah, Juninho. <laughs> yes, that's good. Good guess. Good guess. I don't know how you how do you do. Yeah, I was absolutely. gonna I was gonna hope that you know. Anyway, it was, go it was on. Douglas Costa. Who was, yeah, who was out there that he the actually translator? did something. No, this no, it was Juni. So Juni was out there being the translator. Uh, it was funny because. At the translator etiquette sort of says that you go, um, you go, uh, you whenever you're answering for the player, so you translate it, you say I like as as if you're the player, right? And Juninho wasn't doing that, and I was like, man, who's this translator? Because I wasn't watching, I was just listening, <laughs> and then I went and watched. I'm like, oh, it's Juninho. It's allowed. We're good. We're good. That's awesome. 
Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, Juninho was out there translating. They had uh, Caligari out at training. Greg Vanny talked about Caligari a little bit. So it was uh, it was good. He is there. He is available for selection. That's one of the things I wanted to say. He is going to be available for selection. So uh, expect very, very soon that you will see Lucas Caligari. Greg Vanny sort of pulled back a little mm-hmm. bit, Soph, in saying that he for sure was going to uh, be playing. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, a training and a half is enough for him to sort of be that guy, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, that makes sense. Uh, but he said he would be available for selection, so that doesn't mean that he doesn't make, you know, a later game appearance, perhaps. Uh, but Greg was gushing, as you would imagine, um, uh, just sort of over new players, as you would, as any coach does. You're going to talk them up. You're going to give them all the confidence. You're going to say all the nice things. Um, so that way, uh, eventually, you can take credit for the wonderful signing that they are. Galaxy making some interesting signings for me, Soph. I mean, I think Caligari is a good signing. I think that the the Galaxy have sort of done a, a good job in trying to, uh, you know, go different places and do different things in order to land these new players. So uh, we'll talk about all that here in a second. I want you to hold right. because we are joined now by uh, the voice of the LA Galaxy, Mr. Joe Totino. Joe, did I do a good job bringing you to the show? Oh, you did very well. Awesome. How are you guys doing? We are doing excellent. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Looking forward to the game on Saturday. Finally, a home game. It, it, it feels like it's been, uh, well, I know how long it's been. It's been since October 15th, the last time the LA Galaxy actually played at Dignity Health Sports Park. So it seems like a long time. This this preseason seemed longer, Joe, and, and now the wait to the, to the home opener seems longer. And with all the Apple TV stuff and all the stuff that's sort of going on, has it been a long wait for you as well? Yeah, it's been it's been a long off season, really long off season. I mean, the World Cup was great, but right after the World Cup, everything seemed to stop and, and all of a sudden stretch out once again. And I expected I expected everything to roll much more quickly, and it didn't happen. So, but we're here and we're underway, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, looking for a home win. Yeah, it's it's something I want to point out, and one of the reasons we wanted to have Joe on tonight is that, uh, as I have mentioned many times on Twitter, uh, on the Discord, and anywhere else that people will listen to a lot of times on this podcast as well. For the home games, Joe, you are an alternate audio option. So if you are watching on your phone in the stadium or if you're not able to make it to the to the game, they're able to go into the Apple TV and pick the alternate audio for the home team, which will be the LA Galaxy, and they'll get you. Whenever the, the Apple TV deal was sort of announced, I know there was a lot of sort of uncertainty about how it would all play out. What do you what do you right. think of how it's working so far? Uh well I- the, the first one I was on, the only one I was on, was that uh, second preseason game we had at Dignity Health Sports Park, and I understand it worked out well. So in that regard, I think for, from what I do, everything's going to be seamless, and uh, it's all going to be on the back end, on the Apple end, on the production side of things, for them to be able to link it all together to the app, which shouldn't be too difficult. And on the pull-down, I guess there's a pull-down that you can go down and select uh, home team broadcast and, and go from there. Yeah, I, I I did it on that uh, on the 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 practice game that you guys did on that preseason game while right. we were in the press box. I was able to pull it down. I got you, and then I've heard from listeners that they were able to get you. And I think you I think there was even some tweaks to the audio that happened during that game that made you sound a lot better. So I'm glad you guys got that practice game in there. Is is there hopes at least from from your side, Joe, that eventually they'll be able to get the the away audio on there as well? Uh, I hope so. I mean, I think it's just a matter of bringing the broadcasters out to the site, and from there, you just connect to the TV truck. Uh, I'm just putting in my, my <laughs> broadcaster hat on right now. So right. things that I've done in building stations in the past, so that, it should be an easy, 
an easy task. But that's the question of whether the teams want to bring the broadcasters out, the league wants to do it, they find value in it, and so forth. Nonetheless, I'm still doing the away games, whether whether it's on the Apple app or not. Right. And so so if you do want to listen to uh, all LA Galaxy broadcasts, home and away, you still have that option. Yeah, because you guys can do that on the the YouTube uh, uh, stream there yeah, as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. So go ahead. I, I know you. Yeah, have I'm chomping at the bit here to ask a question because Joe's such a great storyteller, and uh, I love you guys talking about the technology component and you know how fans are still able to listen to Joe. One of the things I think that's important for me, Joe, um, who's a newbie compared to fans like Josh. Um, who have supported LA Galaxy their whole lives is the storytelling part. And one of the things that fans want to make sure is that those local broadcasters still have a role to play in the storytelling and having you um, still call these games is really important to the fans. What are your thoughts on on that part, the, the heart, the soul, kind of the Vin Scully-esque moments? No. Everything was great up until you brought up Vin Scully, and I should not be brought up uh, in the same sentence as Vin Scully. <laughs> That's all there's to it. But thank you. That's very kind of you. And it's very kind of anybody who brings that up to me. So I, I, I do appreciate it. I just don't feel I'm there. Uh, I think the, the thing about it with Major League Soccer and soccer in this country, uh, there, there is a connection between its fans, the team's fans, and the team's broadcasters because we've all been trying to build this sport, build the club, make sure everything's successful. So we all do a little bit more uh, to, to try to uh, get to where we need to go. And so I think that's somewhat the love affair, that, mm. that we're all in this together. We're all part of this family. Um, you know, I try not to home. I try to be objective. I think I am for, for most, of the, most of the broadcast. But, but I think that's what works really well. Uh, we've, we've lived and died with, with the club um, thankfully for me, you know, I've been at the top with the galaxy five times and, and eight times in the finals. So, so you've had to, you'd have to, you know, also deal with some losses there. And, and so that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I think, I think there's, there's that real connection there, that, that it is a family, that we are growing together and we are going the same places together and all part of this. And, and I, I really love being able to interact with the fans. I love getting to the stadium at a certain time so I can set up ahead of time so I can walk out and go out to the north end and walk through the tailgates and say hello and, and thank people for coming on board and so forth. And even on the way home, when I leave the stadium, I ask for a certain parking location to where I can still walk through and interact with the fans as they're making their way out. So it's, it's just part of the connection. It's part of a, it's part of a, a the fabric of the club for me. And, and, I, and I feel I, if I have a connection with the fans and I have a connection with the players, that we're all kind of moving together through this ecosystem. Yeah, I was going to say, Joe, uh, Sophie and I were talking. I don't know if it was before the show or, or right into the beginning of the show, but it's like we get to see you almost every game day because not only do you get to walk through and see the fans, but you usually come by and check on all the reporters as well. So uh, you usually say, yeah. say hi to us, right? Right. I, I, yeah, it's part of what you do. You, you walk upstairs and... You go through the press box and say hello to everybody, see what they're doing, what you guys might be talking about. You know, just get a feel, a flavor for what, what everybody's thinking going into the game. I mean, I, I've always said this. I like the game day to come to me, and that's why I like to get to the stadium early. Everything mm. from putting down the lines 
from from the, the goals going up. If I'm there early enough to see all that, that's all part of it for me, right. like getting ready for a game. And, and so in, even interacting with you guys before a game, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. there's a life moment that you guys will have, and I get a chance to share in it. Yep, yep, and and you're, you're always there. Joe, you've always been there, though, with the LA Galaxy. I mean, we're going back to the very beginning. Have, I mean... I know it's so cliche, especially for people who have been, you know, I've been covering the league now for this is my 15th season, but um, I think you have me beat there almost by double. Um, it's so cliche to sort of look back at where this league has been and where it's going. Um, it, it's it's a crazy journey whenever you realize that in a blink of an eye, this league has sort of sustained itself and built itself into something. Uh, do, do you sort of have the same same aspect of, of looking back and saying saying that, that whenever you start to plant that flag at the beginning of that very first season in 96 and now here you are mm-hmm. ho- home opener in 2023 is it is it a long journey is it a quick journey did it feel like uh, everything moved the way you expected it to no i think it's been um you know you look at a freeway interchange maybe along the 405 and you see all the twists and turns of the bridges and all over the place that the journey that I think we've been on. Some have gone up, some have gone left, right, down. Uh, there was a time. There was a there was a time from day one of the league with my colleagues in sports radio and so forth, and my talk show hosts who worked for me. The league was on a clock, and and those guys, the old guys that were talking baseball, basketball, and football, American football only, and and ruffle their nose at hockey and everything else they were waiting for the league to collapse three years, five years, whatever. They won't make 10 years. So everybody was waiting for this league to collapse. Those that were outside the bubble, those of us that were inside the bubble, like I said earlier, we were working to make the sport successful right? and, and do our best and do everything on, you know, on a shoestring if we had to do it. And, and, and we did and bubblegum wrappers and whatever else we had to do to get it done. And we did do that. Uh, there was one game in mile high stadium in Denver, where PR went to Radio Shack when Radio Shack was still alive and bought a <laughs> 100-foot phone cord because nothing worked at Mile High Stadium in Denver, and we had to run a 100-foot phone cord in order to find the jack that did work for us to be able to broadcast <laughs> the game on what was back then ISDN technology, which right. was broadcast quality back then. So that, that's, a, that's, quite, that's er, the early days. So when we hit 2001 and there was – the contraction of the league, those same voices that were chirping in the background waiting for the league to collapse came right to the forefront and were saying, see, I told you so. And so for the league to survive and get through all that and the Galaxy to win their first championship and then the opening of what was Home Depot Center, that flipped everything back to the, it shut up the chirpers. The, the peanut gallery started to shut up and then David Beckham and everything else that went on. And, and then the league got it sure footing from there and worry we are light years away from those days and and i'm happy to be able to say i was there and be able to tell that story but i think today where we are in a much different place today we are where i don't know if you none of I'm i'm not sure how much the audience is old enough to remember this we are where the nfl was in the early 1970s when it was about to overtake major league baseball as the number one sport in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't think soccer is about to do that, but in terms of success as a business, I think that's where we are. 
Very, very interesting. Yeah. Sophie, one last question for Joe. Go ahead. Okay, one last question, and we'll make it quick fire. But it just came to me because I'm thinking, what are Joe's? What does his crystal football say about the LA Galaxy this season? And I want you to look at it very quickly as a SWOT analysis. So, strength, weakness, opportunity, threat. What's the biggest strength, the opportunity, the weakness, and the threat in a nutshell? Uh, the strength is the two guys in the middle, Fuj and, and Brugman. That's the strength of the galaxy right now. Uh, its weakness is its wingers at the moment. I think those are going to get better. And, and I think, uh, what was the last one? I'm sorry. The, there's the opportunity, and then the last one is the threat. I think the opportunity is the players that are coming on in and how they're going to impact this team going forward. And the threat for the Galaxy, I think, is injury. And that's for any team. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. Joe is and going- I think they're going through it right now. We're seeing it right now. Yeah, I was going to say start the season that way. Uh, Joe will be on the call. 7.30 p.m. is your uh, start time for the game. LA Galaxy versus Vancouver Whitecaps uh, at Dingley Hill Sports Park on MLS Season Pass. This game is on the free section of MLS season pass this time. So uh, anybody can tune in to, to watch this one. So make sure you uh, you tune in there. Joe, as always, we appreciate you stopping by, buddy. And I'm sure we will see you out at the stadium on game day. Thank you for having me. See you Saturday night, everybody. All right. There he see goes. See you, legend. There he goes. Mr. Joe Tatino, absolute legend. Absolute legend. The guy's great. And uh, I here's the thing. I could do like a three-hour show with Joe. Like, you know. Oh. It, it, <laughs> You should do on our chat. We've got a show called A Trip Down Memory Lane, right? right? And th- they love it. They love the nostalgia. When yeah. you can look back and you you support a team that has won, and I tell you something, especially when the days are a little dark, right? Looking back on those memories are really warm and fuzzy. It's it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad at all. Let me get to some of these. Uh, Alex uh, gave us a two dollars super chat. Says Joe is the only option for home games. I I agree a hundred percent. You can listen Totes. to Joe. He's he's right there, just within reach. Sometimes you may even find me putting it on my phone, putting my headphones in, so I can listen to Joe whenever I'm watching the game from the stadium. Uh, Roger gave us a one dollars super chat with a little hundred percent on that, uh, liking us talking to Joe Tutino, and then uh, Sugar Daddy Herb stopped by for a little twenty seven dollar and ninety three cents. Super chat. Hi, Josh. Hope the baby is doing well and having fun with the Hot Wheels. Hi, Sophie. Viewers, listeners, hit that like button. Big uh, Sugar Daddy Herb in the house as well. He's he's producer Herb at this point. Basically, he's he's the like one, that, right? Yeah, he's the, or executive or producer. executive producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They always bring the money, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah it's Herb then. Yeah. That's uh, Herb's already. Yeah. We're gonna get him a shirt that says executive producer Herb. Um, yeah, I like that. That's what we're gonna make. It that sounds happen. like um, oh man, one of those old school seventies. Uh, producers, mm, you know, like, like big the, mustache, the big glasses. yeah, big mustache yeah, yeah. and big glasses, yeah, yeah. like I, Robert Evans, ooh, you know, oh, those, mm, yeah, yeah, those kinds of, yeah, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, LA Galaxy, uh, outsider as well, uh, two dollar super chat there. Um, so that's where we're at. We appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate Joe for stopping by. And big, the big takeaway here is 100% that Joe is available for you on home radio. So he's home and he's available for you on away. He'll do them uh, on the YouTube channel and you can try to sync up your TV. So that way it makes it work. And you can absolutely do that. So you're never without Joe <laughs> Tatino. Okay. Now, this is important. Now, the other part about that is then Joe will never complain. Um, but I will complain is Apple TV is dropping the ball on this. There has to be a technological way to get Joe um, in there and able to call the games and have it still link up and do all the things that it's supposed to do. 
even if it's manual and you go in there and you sort of fix the delay and you're trying to and you adjust that there has to be. I mean, I can think of a bootleg way to do it. Like if, <laughs> if I can bootleg it, then they should be able to figure this stuff out. But there's a lot of things that have to happen in order for that to happen. Joe told you the easiest way, which is put him on a plane and let him go to the away games and then he'll just call it from the booth. Doesn't so. Mm hmm. If we all do a whip round, <laughs> we get Joe on a plane. There right? you go. Right. We get a couple local guys with some sound. Bob's your uncle. We're done. Quid's in. We're, We're done. done. Thanks. Yeah. See, we solved all the problems. Um, so that's that's the the sort of the thing that I think is is sort of still missing is and here's the fatal flaw in all that and Joe's going to do them on YouTube right but the fact that it's not linked with Apple TV is a missed opportunity in my opinion this is right up there by the way without having four like you're not allowed to multi-screen um, Apple TV games you can't put like two like uh, ESPN would let what? you do. ESPN would let you do uh, like in a you, sports book. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of right where you could you can mm -hmm. multi-screen. So you could uh, ESPN would let you put four in a box. So you could pick which four mm -hmm. games you want and you could watch all four at the same time. ESPN had that. They did picture in picture. You could do three at a time. You could like you could mm -hmm. pick and choose how you wanted to do it. Uh, Apple TV doesn't have that option. yet. That's a huge miss. The other huge miss is that. Uh, when do you want to listen to Joe Totino more than let's say if you go to every home game because you're a season ticket holder and that's why you listen to um, this podcast because you're diehard. So you're at every home mm -hmm. game. So if you're at every home game, are you listening to Joe? You're probably not. You're probably just in the stadium doing your whole thing, right? So, or in the bar. Yeah, or in the bar. So if you are, um, if you are doing, if you want to listen to Joe, the number one time you want to listen away. to him is away. That's what, that's where it's missing for me. It's like away should have been mandatory where the away team has to travel their radio person if they want that local broadcast sort of thing going for them, right? So that's... Hopefully that will change. Yeah, we'll see. Alex, by the way, says you can picture in picture with Apple TV. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, to be honest with you. I've just been watching one game or I watch MLS 360, so that's... that's I haven't been able to... I haven't tried it, so I wouldn't be uh, educated enough to answer that, but I trust Alex. This, this game... Do is, we trust Alex? Yeah, we can trust Alex. He's in the Discord. Okay. We'll allow it. Sure. Um, so anyway, so that's it. So Lucas Caligarian, uh, Greg Vanny saying lots of nice things, saying that he can play outside and he can stretch the field sort of on the outside. That's something the Galaxy have been missing. Also, that he can cut inside. So He can say what he wants, Josh. Yeah, I mean, he says that. You but, know. And, but what else? Here's the thing. If I don't talk about what he says, then we don't talk about no, things no, on the show, true. right? We and I, as my, my response because of recent history, I would say less bigging up, just do the basics and let's hope he's a rock star. Yeah. Right. Yep. I think sometimes they have a little bit of a, um, what's it? Uh, not, not guilty. They, they're a little guilty of playing players up too much. Right. Right. Play yeah. them up. Yeah. Just don't, you know, not everyone's the best thing since sliced bread when they're signed. Yeah. And, and I, I understand that. Um, you know, again, they sort of say, uh, what he can do, how he can do it. Somebody's asking for injury updates. Let's give you injury updates. Chicharito and Douglas Costa still out. Um, they are expected to be back into training next week. Um, that's both of them are sort of on similar paths and parallel paths. It's big. So next week, that's whenever they're expected to be back in training, how they fold into the next game. I am not sure yet. We have to sort of see what happens and whether or not they can get back into full training next week and do that. But return to play, that's where they're in. Pretty soon they'll be into full training again. So that's where those guys are. Other than that, Gasper, um, I think Vanny said was okay. Um, Sega was, is it seems to be back because Vanny said everybody's cleared except for, mm -hmm. you know, Chicha and, and Douglas. Um, so you're still going to be missing two designated players. 
Uh, the only designated player that will be playing will be the one that wasn't a designated player at the start, basically just before the start of the season. This um, is a huge game. It, huge. It's it's a momentum game. It's one of those games where you're like, listen, you haven't played very well in these last two games, and now you're playing in front of your fans. There's going to be a protest before the game. There's probably going to be a protest during the game where people are not going to be in their seats, and I would imagine it's going to be noticeable, and the Galaxy are going to want to have pressure, guaranteed there's pressure from inside in the front office to get to winning because... The longer the Galaxy are losing and not being an exciting team to watch, and through two games, Sophie, you could have slept on a uh, futon to watch both of those games. But through two <laughs> games, they've not been exciting and not been enjoyable to watch. And so I'm sure there's pressure on that as well. But, uh, you know, let's just talk about it in terms of, of playing, Sophie. They need to win games. They have to win this game. They cannot start negatively at home under this type of duress and intensity from their core fan base. This isn't just, you know, people that come and go who watch the LA Galaxy. This is the core fan base, the bread and butter. And they're making a noise and they're not relenting. No. No. And we're going to really find out and in you know with this match and you'll find out game on game on game um the patience that they'll have to see this through. Uh, and, you know, time will tell, um, Josh. Yeah, it's, it's you know, this is like the first, we, we've sort of been saying this is like a chess match, right? And who's going to mm -hmm. move? And so there hasn't, like the first move hasn't started. They haven't tapped the clock. No. no nothing is, but it no, starts. because it's been on outside turf. Right, right. But it starts now. This is it. Mm -hmm. It starts Saturday. And that's when we find out what this means, how, how big it is, how small it is. I don't know. I know all the people who are supposedly taking you know, uh, part in it. And I'm, w and I will be there. Uh, they're having a protest at six 30 at legends Plaza. Um, I'm going to be there to cover. I think Kevin said he was going to be there to cover it. So we'll be there to cover it and, and get there and do our thing that we're supposed to be doing, which is acknowledging that these things are happening and, and sort of going that way. All right. Um, before we get too sidetracked, because we're going to go into Vancouver here very shortly, and I don't want to go long tonight because um, I'm tired uh, and I got things to do. Um, so what I want to do is make sure we get to this rumor, and then we're going to talk about Vancouver. Um, there was uh, reports today that out of Atletico Monero, which is down in Brazil, uh, that that club received a $2.5 million bid for striker Adamir. Now, they call him a striker. In this particular case, we're going to call him a winger because that's where he plays right wing. He's a 28-year-old right winger who has not seen a lot of time recently. Okay. And this is going to make people all sorts of nervous whenever you hear that. Oh, well, he hasn't seen time. We're going to, Oh, excuse me. And we're going to see, um, we're also going to see how his stats have sort of started to tail off a little bit at 28, which is sort of your, your median, your, your prime where you want to see these stats peaking and all these things where his stats have sort of started to fall off. People are worried about that. Okay. Um, I am going to tell you something, and this may be a tall tale when all is said and done, um, because I don't know. I have not watched this player play, although I've been sort of following people who have, and there's some people who have some really good insights onto this player. Um, mm. And that is that they say the decline in stats, the decline in playing time has nothing to do with injuries, which we can't really find any history of injuries on. And it has nothing to do with sort of his falling off. What it does have is a coach who has gone in a much different direction that doesn't like to use wide players that plays a more compact game and doesn't need a player with speed who stretches the field on the outside on that right hand side. 
And that's from somebody who that's from some fans who that's their team. And there's actually uh, a little bit unrest with Atletico Monero, just in terms of they're looking at their coach saying, no, we used to play beautiful soccer and we used to have all the space to run and we used to do all these things. And now we don't do that. So, so has he been a bit of a star there? He has scored big goals. He has Mm -hmm. played in games, but he is certainly not that right now. He's been relegated to the bench. He doesn't have a lot of time playing. Um, Here's the thing. And, and so often we talk about this is as we're scouting, Sophie, as you're looking around the world, sometimes you're trying to find those undervalued assets, right? You're trying to find the guys who aren't playing sometimes, right? You're trying to find the guys who, yes, that fits our style of play, what we need, what we want. He's the guy speed, stretching the field, ability to score. And, If you go and look at his stats through the last three years, he shows these abilities. His defending has actually gotten a little bit better. Um, And and a lot of this seems to sort of show that there's a a system change more than anything. I'm not going to try to talk you into this guy, but we have some amazing people in the Discord, Soph, and they're able to take these numbers they're able mm-hmm. to throw them and they throw them into their little computers and then boop, 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 boop. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what happens. Right. And out comes. And then somebody, because somebody's always way smarter than me, will ask one of our amazing guys. And Romero has w- written for the site before and, and continue, has had a couple articles not too long ago. But Romero, they asked Romero, hey, I saw that you ran all these numbers. Who do they say they're like in Major League Soccer? Right. And so you're looking at a Brazilian club and a Brazilian league. And now how does that fit into Major League Soccer? Because there's a difference in level there. Brazil is actually perennial one of the top, I think, 10 uh, top 10 in leagues around the world. So they're technically a better league. So what happens when you bring this person to Major League Soccer? Right. And so the people, they then say, who are they like? Well, Ramiro had a very easy answer for this. He said in this order, this is who the stats say they're like. Johnny Russell, Darian Espria from Portland, Latif Blessing with LAFC. If you're telling me, Soph, that you're getting a discount Johnny Russell, uh, a Brazilian Johnny Russell. I'm in. I'm in. I am. <laughs> I am. Double check. Right. Um. I. Yeah. I. I'm in. I don't know that that's the case, but if those stats and how they play in Major League Soccer, but this is what a scouting team is supposed to do, right? I mean, they've had a lot of totally. missteps. They've had a lot of missteps, but trying to find somebody who's underutilized, maybe that they can get for cheaper than they think. Um, maybe what kind of deal is this a gam tam or a ha- ham one? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to explain because I got, I explained it and then people got confused. And so it helped me now, hopefully to explain this better. The okay. $2.5 million transfer fee, if that is correct, um, puts that into a max tam deal. And I can't see when we do targeted allocation money deals, we have to factor in the cost of the acquisition of the player with the salary. Okay, so those two things together can't go over the one point six fifty or whatever it is, right? One one million six hundred fifty thousand, blah blah blah. In order to make two point five million sort of pan out, you have to put it at about three years. So it's a, it, it's my guess if they buy him, and this is all sort of up in the air right now. If they buy him, you're looking at a three year deal, and his salary is probably going to be around six hundred to eight hundred thousand dollars, and you can plan out that that, and that keeps everything under the one point six per year. Right. So we take mm. the total amount and then we take salary plus the plus the the acquisition fee. We divide it by the number of years of the contract. And that's how we get where they fit in. And it can't be over the maximum one point six five million dollars. OK, does that. So, so he's going to be a max TAM player. And whenever I said that, people were like, he's going to make one point six million dollars. No, he's probably going to make about six hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars. 
but his contract and the acquisition fee is going to push that over. So his cap hit is going to be right. around one point six million dollars. So over a period of, I think three years. I think I right. think it has to be. Now he's twenty eight, so that takes you into thirty one. Not horrible, um, but that's on the on the edge. Uh, I would love to see the math if they try to do it over two years, but I think it's too much. I tried doing it and I couldn't really make it work without a really low salary. And I don't think the really low salary How's his in, is he injury. Is he uh, injury free type player? He seems to be. We didn't find any history of injuries, but that doesn't mean he hasn't had any transfer market doesn't always provide all that mm-hmm. that information. Um Alex Ruiz from the striker. Um, I, I go to him always. He's really good at scouring things. Uh, the, the last time he was a full-time starter uh, for America in Brazil, he scored 13 goals. Uh, so again, that's a couple years ago, uh, but in a different system at a different time, this could be exactly what you're looking for. Listen, also, yeah. one of these transfers has to be a masterstroke. You can't keep having too many misses or... Players that take too long to mesh into the team, but more, more importantly, actually do th- do something, get right. results, right. ROI on that investment, right? And sometimes with LA Galaxy, I think they've had to wait too long. Look, fans have been begging for Dejan to get his chance, right? Right. And here he is, and it's just not happening. Not yet. Two through two games. He did score a goal. We have to say it just wasn't a very pretty goal, so it doesn't exactly instill confidence. He got no touches in the box in the second game. Um, yeah, I mean, that type of thing. That was the goal that Ricky took credit for. Yeah. That I, one. I, I, don't, I have no idea what that was about. I still don't know. Yeah, we know. talked about that last yeah. time. I still don't know either. But the point is, is that one of these signings needs to be a gem. They need to have one of those. Something to lift not only the team, but to give Vanny an X Factor an option. Right, that this team needs an injection of something. Yeah, because I saw this video on social media the other day, and I'm like, these guys have just zapped all of my energy. What is going on here? Right. No, I know. We, well, I mean, the whole football thing, and I, and then I see, especially Efrain Alvarez. I'm like, dude, do you have any energy about you? He, he has never, I've never seen him come in energy. Like there's nothing, anytime he's talked to us, it, it hasn't been. I know what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. And you need something. You need a spark. You need something. They need something. a muse. They need someone to come in and mess things up a little bit in a really good way. I, this very well could be a, a good signing. Um, Adamir from from Atletico Monero um, starts behind a whole bunch of guys. Again, there's, there's playing time issues. There's a whole bunch of things. It, to me, this sounds like they they cast the net correctly. I, I'm not saying they're going to get their right guy, okay? But I'm saying that they they're looking at the undervalued assets. They're looking at the guys who aren't getting playing time. Um, Ramiro, in our who, who I just quoted about, you know, all these things, he goes in and he looks for the same thing in Major League Soccer because we expect that the LA Galaxy are going to have to do something intra league in the summer. And he's like, who's not playing? Who are the like the good names who have good stats but aren't starters? And who could you grab? To sort of those those are the searches you need to do. Josh, let us. me ask you real quick. Yes. Um, currently, is the international ban in effect, or currently in this window, can you not bring European players over? He can. I mean, they can. This, they, they can. They can. They, they can. Right now, they're fine. Um, and technically speaking, because people have even asked this question, if there's a free agent who is an international, I believe, as long as it's not in, during the summer window. You can sign them and bring them in um, because the ban is only for the summer window. So, right. So, for example, right now, if LA Galaxy could go to Tottenham and ask to loan Deli Ali, could they make that happen? Yes. Well, 
depending, depending on what his yeah, salary depending is. Depending on salary, depending on all that stuff, it, it, he'd have to fit. The Galaxy are tight cap-wise, um, from what we can tell. I think they have enough for Adamir. Um, I think they have... I, I, I know they have enough for uh, Julian Aude, which is the left back, right, that we've been talking about, uh, the Argentine left back. Um, I think he's, he's Argentine. I can't remember exactly. Um, not off the top of my head. Um, so they have enough for that. They got Caligari in. Uh, in my mind, Adamir takes over the Sam Grancier Tam spot. And so that sort of makes mm. sense. And I can make that make sense in my head and uh, cap wise. So yes, but they are, they're kind of hard up against it. You're, you're, you, this is it. Adamir's the net, the last big move. That's and until the summer where they're probably going to make a move interleague if they're going to make any moves. Um, right, so, right. So that's where we're at. Let's get to the game. Uh, I want to talk about it, and then I want to get everything out of here. Uh, LA Galaxy Vancouver Whitecaps, 7.30 p.m., probably about a 7.37, 7.39 kickoff. Uh, that's sort of what they've been at March 18th, 2023, Dignity Health Sports Park. Uh, it's funny. Vancouver Whitecaps just played on Wednesday night. Uh, they played in the game in the CONCACAF Champions League, and if you're scratching your head and wondering how in God's name is uh, is is are the Vancouver Whitecaps in Champions League, uh, it's because they won the Canadian Cup, which is still remains the easiest way to get to CONCACAF <laughs> Champions League. It's not the U.S. Open Cup, folks. It's the Canadian. It's the the Canadian Cup, right? So, um, so they were there. They won that game five nothing. So uh, they had an sort of an alternate lineup in this. Uh, I think they were three or four nothing up at halftime. So it wasn't a huge stretch for them. I would hmm. not imagine that you're sitting there going, "Oh, well, that that's a really big advantage for the LA Galaxy." Uh, the last time Vancouver played against FC Dallas, uh, or last time uh, Vancouver played in MLS, it was against FC Dallas on Saturday, March 11th. That was a one-one draw at home. Um, so Paul Ariola scored the only goal for Vancouver in that game. Um, and he doesn't play for Vancouver. So that's, that's what we like to call the old own goal, um, in there as well. Vancouver has, I think looked better than the LA galaxy in the first two games. That's not hard to do. <laughs> um, but having said that, uh, this is a team that seeded possession to Dallas, uh, whenever they were the home team. So I would imagine that as the away team, the LA galaxy will get the lion's share of the, uh, possession. Uh, so the Galaxy will get to play the way that they want to play, Sophie, uh, which is always nice to do at home and in front of your fans. I just don't know if that's going to be up-tempo and whether or not that's going to look any any better than it has. So You can look at all the numbers and the stats and all of it. This is a must-win game. This could trigger a really good confidence boost for the team, but it can also trigger a little bit more of a togetherness maybe um, across the fan base because ultimately... Fans want to see their team win, right? right? And at some point, um, the football... I, don't, I, I said on your show a couple of months ago, I don't want fans missing out on their own experiences because someone um, has made a, a mistake, right? right? right. This is a game at the, uh, that needs to be won. It's a home opener. You need to start off with confidence boost. Greg Vanny, I think, needs the win. Team needs the win. And you know what? The biggest thing for me is where do the goals come from mm -hmm. right now? Yeah. Where are they? Where are they coming from? And and how differently? What are his options right now to change what was a rancid performance? Yeah, against uh, Kansas. Uh, Kansas City. Um, you, Tyler Boyd is a possibility at starter to be on the wing. Uh, that would give the Galaxy more width, and they haven't had any width. Uh, that would bump Efrain Alvarez back to the bench and probably deservedly slow right now. Although Memo Rodriguez certainly hasn't done that much on the left side either, but you're going to pick one of those guys if Boyd is going to start um, to to hit the pine. I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't change at all because Boyd is still sort of working back to that 
give me 70 minutes on the wing uh, sort of mm-hmm. stature. So it, it very well could be exactly the same. Uh, Sega Koulibaly is back uh, apparently and ready to go if you wanted to put him in. Although I thought uh, Kosaris and, and uh, Jalen Neal were perfectly fine on, se- uh, in, on defense. Um, so I wouldn't change that. I would leave that. Uh, there's not much you can do at right back except Lucas Caligari, but I don't think he's going to start. He may come in in the second half. Uh, if if they they need him, which they probably will need him, just in terms of trying to stretch a field and being a, an attacking option and getting some width in there, um, mm-hmm. so there's not a lot yet. But once you can get, if you get Adamir in, if you get uh, you know Ayude uh, in, there's there's changes. Then you get Chicharito back, you get Douglas Costa back. I mean, there's there's options there for changes to be made. I don't think Greg is going to pull a trigger on a lot of them because I don't think there's a lot to be made right now. Um, yeah, and so you know the next game. The, prop, the problem is, so if you have this game uh, home and then you're going away to Portland, Portland's not an easy place to play. It's going to be on no. turf. So, you know, does Chicharito come back and play? I saw Portland. I saw Portland play against LAFC and I thought that they were a bit unlucky not to get anything out of that game. Yeah. That's going to be a really tough game. This is why I just say, like, this is a, this is a game that uh, the team needs to, to win. Five thirty uh, eight uh, sort of agrees with you, or at least it agrees with you that the LA Galaxy are heavy favorites. They have the LA Galaxy 59% to win this game. Now, usually whenever 538 has anything remotely that large, Sophie, um, the Galaxy lose. So LA Galaxy 59%. It's very they, generous, isn't it? Very it, generous. Uh, 23% chance on the draw. Uh, I would say that if you are a better, that you definitely take Vancouver because that's where the money is. Um, you know, betting on the LA Galaxy to win that game is is sort of, you know, one of those, the, the line's not going to be in your favor. Um, so, you know, it's one of those that, that you look at and say, okay, the Galaxy have to find a way. But you're right. Where are the goals coming from? Brugman, um, you know, Push, they both have to step up. They haven't had good games. We're expecting more from Delgado. F. Ryan Alvarez, if he plays, can't go dribbling into people. Memo Rodriguez has to try to stretch the field a little bit more. Um, the Galaxy defense is... It, it's still a work in progress. And as far as I'm concerned, start the same four that you had against sporting Kansas city, because I don't think you're going to get anything by changing anything right now until Lucas Caligari can come in and start to take over for Lear dam. So that's where I'm at. Um, they better not make me start missing Nick Depew. <laughs> Do you know he's out for the rest of the season? He got, no. he got injured. Yeah. He got injured. He's out. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know. I know. And so, um, that's, that's no fun. Not, a, not a good, not a good way to go out. We'd never like to see that. So, uh, Lots of things going on. The LA Galaxy say that this game is nearing capacity. <sighs> okay. Really? There's a lot of tickets sold, Sophie. That doesn't mean that there's going to be a lot of people there. So just there's yeah, tickets right, distributed, right, right. tickets sold, all that stuff. So we'll do the same. How thing many season do. ticket holders aren't going to be there? Well, I mean, if you figure that supporters groups are season ticket holders, then there's a sizable amount. Um, I mean, I, I would say between the support groups, there's there's a... Uh, there's a large chunk of couple thousand right there. 2,500, 3,000, maybe. I don't know if it's, that I mean, big. I would, I would, I would, yeah, that the North, more, North of the number you said versus South. Yeah. I would say, I mean, wow, it's going to be interesting. It's fascinating. This is an unprecedented moment for the club and for the team. And uh, we're going to see how this is all going to shape up and shake out. Um, but winning will cure everything. I was going to say predictions for you, please. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to put some good juju out there. Somehow, someway, they'll score two goals. Maybe one will be an own goal. But I'm going to say 2-1 to LA Galaxy. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the line. 2-1 LA Galaxy. It won't be pretty, 
Um, but it will be a win, and uh, the Galaxy will feel better about themselves afterwards, and hopefully that lifts them as they get Chicharito back, as they get Costa back, as they work in Lucas Caligari, as Ayude possibly comes in, <laughs> as Adamir comes in. Like, we talked about it. There could be five or six or seven changes within, like, the first month of the season based on, you know, you're going to play four games, and then there's going to be, like, a completely different lineup that shows up. So we haven't oh. seen the real LA Galaxy yet, so that's sort of where we're at. Yeah, I mean, you were going to tell everybody that, that we have, have a good luck charm, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're going to rub Buddha. Buddha is going. We're to rubbing Buddha. We're rubbing Buddha's belly. Okay. Good. I'm. I'm glad. Winning. I'm glad we're we're getting there. All right. Um. All right. I think that about does it. We'll uh, we'll close up shop on that, and we'll be back on a Monday night to get you updated and tell you what this game was, what it wasn't, and possibly who are the people coming in. Uh, a winger, maybe not Deborah Winger, but a winger indeed, Mr. Larry Morgan. <laughs> I promise we'll let you know. Uh, Larry will text me on Monday and ask me about which winger and 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 when he's coming in and all that fun stuff. Larry still pays very close attention uh, to the LA Galaxy. So, uh, so if anything else, you good? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks to your wonderful audience again for just being so gracious and letting me hang out in the hottest VIP room this side of Southern California. <laughs> Absolutely. Sophie's amazing. Go follow her at Soccer Diva and Highbury Squad. Um, that's where you're going to find her. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast, uh, head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com where you can find all our shows, all that fun stuff. Like, subscribe, all those things. A big shout out, huge shout out to Mr. Joe Totino for stopping by. Remember, you can listen to Joe on that home game alternate radio. Uh, we'll be on Apple TV and this game is free. LA Galaxy, Vancouver Whitecaps, 7.30 p.m. on Saturday. We hope to see everybody there. If you're there, if not, hope you get to catch it on TV. For Miss Sophie, the Canon Nicolau. I'm Josh Pato Gessman. You've been listening. You've been watching to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.